بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam as azad mulana announced we will continue with the program on tafsir of the holy quran yesterday we touched on this aspect that Quran is bahrul la sahil lahu it's a limitless ocean for us to even attempt to do justice to tafsir of Quran in a limited majlis like this is absolutely impossible the idea or the objective behind such programs my respected brothers is to try and create within us a thirst to develop this connection with the Quran to attach ourselves to the Quran in Ramadan to some extent there is definitely we observe an increase in the recitation of Quran but that is not the only right that the Quran has over us the day is coming the plaintiff or the complainant in Allah's court will be none other then that zat and that personality who from head to toe was rahmat and mercy rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he will complain about his ummat and what will the complaint be wa qala ar-rasul ya rabbi inna qaumi takhadhu hadha al-qur'an mahjura wa qala ar-rasul allah says the rasul muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam will complain in allah's court ya rabbi o oh my rabb inna qawmi my people in other words my ummat my followers ittakhadhu hadha alquran mahjura they turned their backs on this quran interestingly in the tafsir of this verse ulama ikram say rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam not say matruka they left the quran taraka yatruk in arabic means to leave something mahjura hajar in other words to break your ties off completely with something as if it has no part in your life so this is the complaint that rasulullah sallallahu will make that the ummah turned their backs completely on this quran simple example leave the ummah that is out of the masjid the ummah that is in the masjid five time musalli maybe from the time he became balik 15 or 16 years of age he's reading five times salah in the masjid already he is categorized in the special 5% of the ummah 95% of the ummah today is not five time musalli so out of every 100 this is from the special 5 and yet what is his attachment with the quran illa ma sha allah if you take our five time musallis in the masjid start from one side of the masjid those in the first saf and ask them this question by maybe from the age of 15 16 you are reading five times salah today your age is 45 50 55 60 30 40 years of your life has passed in the 30 40 years you are reading surah fatiha or listening to it in every rakat of every salah now ask this person by translate surah fatiha Oh, how is your recitation of surah are you reading it correctly are you reading it with the correct tajweed what does surah fatiha mean what is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying to us in surah fatiha you get one legal document 
one legal document that you don't understand properly, you will pay a lawyer. You will gladly pay him to interpret that document for you. And yet 30, 40, 50 years of your life has passed. And you are in the special 5% of the ummah. And yet, Allah, mashallah, we will have absolutely no idea what we are saying in Surah Fatiha. This is a damning indication, my respected brothers, of the prophecy of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Sadaqa Rasulullah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke the truth. هَذَا إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا The ummah has turned its back on the Qur'an. How difficult is it for us to take our little bit of time, especially in this month of Ramadan. Take that few minutes. There are so many authentic tafasir. There are so many commentaries of the Qur'an. Authentic. Mawana Shabir Ahmad Osmani Rahimahullah. The one prepared by Mufti Afzal Hussain Ilyas. Allah fill his qabar with noor. Shaykh Ashik Ilahi. Ten volumes, amazing discourses of the Qur'an. Beautifully, in simple English, the Qur'an has been opened up to us. So part of our ibadat of this month of Ramadan should be this. Take out, set a time every day. Make it first, it will be a little bit difficult. Be hard on yourself. But take out time every day from an authentic commentary of the Qur'an. Read. doesn't have to be the whole Qur'an. Perhaps Surah Fatiha. What we are constantly listening to, the last ten surahs, in the salah, what is Allah saying to us? Develop that attachment. The object of these gatherings or these majalis is not to do detailed tafsir of the Qur'an. It's just to create the thirst in us. MashaAllah, there are many of us every year after Taraweeh Salah. Maybe in this masjid is with Mawlana Ubaidullah Sahib. Last five, ten years we're listening. What happens after Ramadan? Or is that little listening to that tafsir creating an urge within us to take out some time in the day in Ramadan, sit in the masjid, or approach the ulama, the ulama are glad. In fact, there's one alim who repeatedly is put, has requested me, Mawlana, is there anybody in masjid the hilal who wants to listen to tafsir of Qur'an, who wants to listen to the commentary of the Qur'an? The clear indictment of the lack of interest is how many of us are sitting here compared to the number that made Taraweeh Salah? Are the nights so short? Are we so tired that we can't take out 5 or 10 or 15 minutes to listen to commentary of Qur'an? Any, any, nevertheless, coming back to what we started the discussion yesterday, Surah Fatiha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Fatiha, if you look at the first four verses, there is ta'aruf. Introduction, who is Allah? Today, unfortunately, many of us, many of the ulama also, and many of those of us who are engaged in da'wat and tabligh, many of us who are giving dini bayans, we present Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a zat and a being that we have to be very, very afraid of. That Allah ta'ala is very punishing. Allah ta'ala is going to take us to task. That aspect is there. Deterrent to stay away from ma'asiyat, from Allah's disobedience is there. But much more ghalib, much more overpowering when it comes to the zat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Allah's clemency, Allah's forgiveness, Allah's mercy. In fact, 
the mafum of one hadith, that if there was a group of people to whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was going to send down his naqad, immediate azab in this world, who would it be? Mafum of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, meaning of the hadith, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said something along these lines, that if Allah decided immediately to punish someone in this world, it would be that person who has lost hope in the mercy of Allah. This is something that angers Allah, that you lose hope in Allah's mercy. Allah is so forgiving, so compassionate. Alhamdulillah. Allah begins Surah Fatiha, begins the Quran. All praise is due to Allah. How does Allah introduce Himself? Rabbil Alameen. This word Rabb, this is a very, very vast term. Walillahi al-asma'ul husna. Allah Ta'ala has certain beautiful names, limitless names. But in hadith, Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Tamizi Sharif riwayat, Inna lillahi ta'ala tis'ata wa tis'ina isma. If you want to recognize who is Allah, if you want to be opened up in front of us, the marifat, the recognition of Allah, a very easy way is the asma'ul husna, the beautiful names of Allah. To learn those names, read the commentary of them. What do each of those names mean? How important is it? Allah's Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Man ahsaha wa fi riwayatin man hafidha." Nabi sallallahu alaihi said that person who attaches himself to these names, or in one riwayat, literal translation, "Man hafidha," the one who bayats these ninety-nine names. In other words, our Nabi sallallahu alaihi wanted us. To gain an attachment with the 99 names of Allah. What is the return? What is the recompense? He said, Dakhal al Jannah. You will become a Jannati. If you will learn the 99 names, or you will attach yourself, or you will study or create a connection with the 99 names of Allah. In other words, Sifatullah, the Sifat, the attributes of Allah. The reason I am mentioning this. Is that ulama say, if you look at those 99 names, the word Rabb is not there. Of the 99 names mentioned in Tirmizi Sharif, one sifat of Allah, Rabb is not mentioned. Yet Rabb is perhaps the most commonly mentioned sifat of Allah throughout the Qur'an. When Allah starts the Qur'an, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. When Allah finishes the Qur'an, Qul A'udhu Bi Rabbil Falaq. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ Throughout, interspersed throughout Qur'an, إِنَّ رَبَّكُمُ اللَّهِ ذَلِكُمُ اللَّهُ رَبُّكُمُ الْحَقِّ رَبْ 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 So much Allah wants you to mention this sifat in your salah, surah Fatiha. لَا صَلَاةَ إِلَّا بِفَاتِحَةِ الْكِتَابِ Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, there is no salah. Not one rakat will be done without Fatihatul Kitab, without surah Fatiha. And Surah Fatiha, how do you start? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. When you go into Ruku, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Stand up in Qawma, Rabban, Samiyallahu liman hamida, Rabbana walakal hamd. You go into Sajda, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. So that when you are standing in Salah, you are compelled to remind yourself, Allah is Rabb. When you are in Ruku, Allah is Rabb. When you are in Qawma, Allah is Rabb. When you are in Sajda, Allah is Rabb. Quran starts, Allah is Rabb. Quran finishes, Allah is Rabb. And in the Qabr, the first question that is going to be put to, to, put to you and I, Man Rabbuk, who was your Rabb? So this is such an important sifat. Yet interestingly, 
This sifat Rabb is not mentioned in the 99 names of Allah. The, one of the reasons, beautiful reason, ulama ikram give, they say that this term Rabb is so encompassing. It's such a broad term that besides one sifat, muntaqim, muntaqim, the one who exacts revenge, the one who takes to task. In other words, that is one sifat that indicates the azab of Allah, the punishment of Allah. It's also necessary to believe in Allah, that Allah will punish also. Allah is very merciful, but that aspect is also there. It's part of our iman. They say besides that one sifat, the other 98 names, their meaning is contained in Rabb. This is such a vast term. Qazi Baydawi sahab rahimahullah in his tafsir, very great tafsir, very maqbul, accepted tafsir. When he explains this term Rabb, he explains it like this in layman's terms. He says that zat and that being that took you from a state of non-existence, you were nothing, you didn't exist, created you, brought you into existence. And Allah Ta'ala's, Allah's sifat of khalq, creation is such that when it comes to the women of Jannah for example, Allah's Rasul said there is a stream in Jannah, its name is Baydakh. In the stream, the stream is such that Allah's tajalli, Allah's nur will be directed towards the stream and when it is directed immediately in complete form, the khur of Jannah will be created. She will spring up. There won't be a process of obviously childbirth, nine months in the womb, then being born, then growing up, as is generally the case with the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to insan. She will be created immediately fully formed. That is Allah's qudrat. But generally, Allah's sunnah in this world is in creation there is tadrij. In other words, stages, phases of creation. وَلَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ سُلَالَةٍ مِنْ طِينٍ ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَاهُ نُطْفَةً فِي قَرَارٍ مَكِينٍ ثُمَّ خَلَقْنَا النُطْفَةَ عَلَقًا فَخَلَقْنَا الْعَلَقَةَ مُضْغَةً فَخَلَقْنَا الْمُضْغَةَ عِظَامًا فَكَسَوْنَا الْعِظَامَ لَحْمًا ثُمَّ أَنْشَأْنَاهُ خَلْقًا آخَرَ فَتَبَارَكَ اللَّهُ أَحْسَنُ الْخَالِقِينَ When Allah speaks of the creation of insan, Allah talks of phases. First an extract of clay, then a drop of sperm, then a clot of blood, congeal flesh, lump of flesh, stages upon stage, bones, فَكَسَوْنَ الْإِضَامَ lahma. Then the bones are, the, the flesh is clothed with bones, stage upon stage upon stage. Each of these stages, Allah uses the word خَلَقْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ سُلَالَةٍ مِنْ تِينَ ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَاهُ نُطْفَةً فِي قَرَارٍ مَكِينَ ثُمَّ خَلَقْنَا النُطْفَةَ عَلَقًا فَخَلَقْنَا الْعَلَقَةَ مُضْغَةً فَخَلَقْنَا الْمُضْغَةَ عِظَامًا تَخْلِيق 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 Allah could have created immediately. But Allah's sunnah is stages. So Qazi Baydawi rahimullah says, one was a stage of Adam, non-existence. Then is the stage of wujud in one form. Then the next stage, then the next stage, then the next stage. Each of these stages has its specific needs and requirements. Rabb is that zat and that being that takes you through every stage from non-existence 
to culmination and perfection beforehand knows your need and requirement in every stage and from his qudrat and his power fulfills your every need and every requirement without your asking from Allah this is Rabb Alhamdulillahi Rabb Allah is Rabb Rabb nurturer sustainer nourisher provider and Rabb has another meaning also what we call Badshah and King Supreme the one whom we lower and humble ourselves before. All these various meanings are contained in this one expression. And very, very interestingly, in hadith Jibreel, Allah's Rasul created a correlation or a link of this term Rabb with great love, great mercy, great compassion, great kindness. And Perhaps the most simple example for, for us to understand greatest compassion in human relationships is that which exists between a mother and her child. The mamta, the motherly love. This is something all of us relate to. That is why in Hadith Jibreel, Rasulullah said, Antalida al Amatu Rabbataha. He used this word Rabb, linked it to a mother. The compassion and love of a mother. Allah's love for you and I is greater, far, far greater than our own mothers also. So, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. As I mentioned earlier, nowadays we are in the habit when we present Allah, we present the punishment side of Allah as being Ghalib Na'uzubillah. Allah could have said, Alhamdulillahi Qahari Samawati Wal Ard. Alhamdulillahi Jabbari Samawati Wal Ard. Allah could have said that. But what does, how does Allah introduce Himself? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allah is your Rabb, your sustainer, your nourisher, your provider, your benefactor, your king, your ruler. The list goes on. Not only you, Alameen, every Alam, that which you know of and that which you do not know of. And then Quran continues, after Rabb, what does Allah speak of? Again, it could have been Jabbar, again, it could have been Qahar. But what does Allah say? Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman. Very, very kind, very merciful. Ar-Rahim, both have connotations of extreme mercy, extreme compassion, extreme kindness. This is Surah Fatiha. Surah Fatiha begins with the Ta'aruf. How does Allah want to be known to you and I? What should our connection to my Allah be? How should we recognize our Allah? When we speak, when we, alhamdulillah, when, when the name Allah comes in front of us, first thing Allah wants us to connect with our Allah, that Allah is my Rabb, Allah is Rahman, Allah is Rahim. Inshallah we'll continue.